It's time for The Rush with OU color analyst Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. Got a question or opinion? Sound off on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439. Or call the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Live from the Buffalo Wild Wings studios, it's The Rush with Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. I wrote a home for this occasion. I'm obliged for the hard service you have laid down for me. It is what I expected. It is ordained from on high, from the football gods, that you should put this suffering in my path. To be tested by you is the making of my soul. What does that mean? (laughs) I I don't know, and nobody in that room knew that day. During training camp at Michigan prior to like the 2018 season, no clue. How many how many times do you think he has something that in his mind is like incredibly profound and gets up there in front of the team and lets it go and everyone just he gets a blank stare from the team back. I don't know it. how much it happens, but I bet it's going to happen here in about an hour and a half when he gives the pregame speech for the national championship. I bet he's got something in his mind that he's been thinking about all week long that's like, I've been saving this for whenever I'm about to lead Michigan to a national championship, and no one's going to get it. No, I think he just recycled 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Yeah. I think he just recycled. Just go back to, to what's worked in the past. Uh, the rocket Zero. ship. <laughs> I mean, he was so committed to that, too. Dang. How long – how many seconds is that that he did the rocket ship? I that's don't know. A good, that's a good eight-second-long rocket ship sound. Well, yeah. Committed. But it sounds like your next-door neighbor starting his lawnmower, it doesn't sound anything like a rocket. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. Fair enough. No, it's uh, it's been an interesting ride for Harbaugh to this night, has it not? I mean, when he – it was a massive story when he left the NFL to take the Michigan job, and he used to kind of uh, poke the SEC bear. He wasn't beating them, but remember when Harbaugh was taking his team in the spring to France and Italy and all of these places overseas, and everyone was up in arms about it, and having satellite camp. He had like satellite camp, something like that, in Florida. He was doing something in the southeast, mm-hmm. and then all that came to an end. He couldn't beat Ohio State for a while. Then he did beat Ohio State. Then it got rolling, and here he is with a chance to win a title tonight. It's been a fascinating seven, eight years, however long it's been for him in Ann Arbor. Yeah, it has been. Now, um, I am excited about this game because we got new blood. We got Michigan. We got Washington. Um, First time either one of these teams. Gosh, I guess it's been about the same amount of time between the two, right? That they won a title? Oh, no, no. You, they shared in 97. Michigan did, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Washington shared in 91. 91. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, been a long time. But new blood. you got contrasting styles. Uh, there's a lot to like about this matchup, at least for me anyways. What do you think the national interest really is, though? Um, 
I I'll think, tell you why I say that. Well, I think okay, yeah, go ahead. Well, because I saw a I saw a tweet from um, someone that's got like a a big college football podcast. I don't know what it was, like college football nerds or something like that. And they had like their their national championship um, like viewers for their like preview, their national championship preview, going back to like. 2016 or 17 or something like that and it's been steadily dropping and like i guess the first one was like 55,000 or something like that but only 11,000 people viewed this one now i don't know who these guys are maybe their podcast sucks or whatever they do sucks and people just don't watch but overall viewership of the college football playoff has been steadily declining and you got I mean, Washington is a really good football team, 14-0, and absolutely deserve to be there, but it's not a big fan base. No, the, the only reason I, I'm going to say that it's still good is because I think those numbers were, because it was so regional for so long, yeah. two teams in the southeast playing, right? Yeah. How interested was the West Coast? Um, how interested were they up north? I, and I don't think that this is going to do Texas-USC numbers because I think that is that the highest-rated college football game? in the past 25, 30 years, maybe ever. Mm-hmm. But you do have the West Coast engaged here. You're right. Washington doesn't have a large fan base. I would guess the S- the, the Southeast is still going to watch, but then you draw in Big con- Big Ten country even more with with Michigan there. I don't know. I, I, I don't no. think it'll be the worst of all time or the worst we've had in a while. It'll probably be, since Washington is such a fun team, contrasting styles, I, I, I'm sure it'll be decent viewership. Yeah. I hope it is. I mean, I, I I'm I'm really interested, but that's yep. just me. Yeah, I agree. Michigan five and a half point favorite. Uh, as long as we have a game, there's not a tornado uh, bearing down on the on the stadium. That's crazy. Yeah, uh, need to need to get with old Reed Timmer to see if that's a that's a possibility yeah. or not. Four hundred five says being crazy isn't anything new for Harbaugh. I remember yeah. him and Ditka dog cussing each other out on the sidelines. Well, do you remember me telling you the story? I read this a while back. He, I'm trying to remember who the, there was an announcer that had said something about him as a football player, and this is whenever he was playing for, Colts. I think it was the Colts, and it, it was a, it was a color guy, a former player, and you know, whenever you, whenever you're on a, a televised game, they'll pick a handful of guys to be interviewed by the broadcast team. So whenever you get to the hotel, they'll come up to you and be like, "Hey, they want to interview you," and you go in there and they ask you a couple of questions. But I guess he goes in there and punches whoever this uh, broadcaster was nice. for saying something about it. <laughs> Love that. I got. I got to remember who it is. It's someone like uh, a well-known name funny okay well i'll try and uh i'll try and google that and find that uh okay yeah. h- how about this I'll, I'll ask you this and this goes to the text line uh, as well i just saw a story harbaugh injured punching jim kelly back in 1997 yeah, jim kelly there you so go that's who it was <laughs> yeah he broke his hand i think and had to miss the yeah. rest of the season uh so i'm seeing a lot of this today hey college football's played on saturdays when you think of saturdays in the fall you think of you think of college football 
And the national championship game is always played on a Monday night right now. That's stupid. That sucks. The college football national championship game, the biggest game of the year, should be played on a Saturday. Mm -hmm. Do you really care about that one way or the other? Text line, how do you feel? 405-651-3439. I don't don't mind it, okay? I'm fine with it. It's just, you know, the NFL is start. It's the last regular – season game of the NFL on that weekend. Um, I do think that they probably miss a, a, a probably a decent amount of people, like your casual viewers, because they totally forget that it's on Monday night. I bet they – I bet because you don't just typically right. scan around and so many people watch so that, stuff on stream. That now. is the obvious problem because the NFL had two games on Saturday. They're going to have two more games this upcoming Saturday as well. The NFL's essentially claimed that. It's like, how do you really want to compete with that? And the resolution that I've seen, and I think it's a pretty cool idea if you want to get it back to having it on Saturday, is have like an NFL wild card game to lead off the day, have the college football national championship sandwiched in between the night game of the NFL game that night. Like you have yeah. a triple header throughout the day and the college football national championship in the middle. That yeah. might be pretty cool. Well, I mean, it's the last regular season. Like, it's not even a playoff game, though. You're saying, late, like, if they move it back. Well, they're, and, they're, and they're going to, right? Yeah. Like, it's going to be later in the year now. Yeah. I wouldn't mind that. because You know what's funny, though? There's an NFL playoff game. I think it's, it's Tampa Bay's game on Monday night. Tampa uh, Eagles and and Bucks are, yeah. Yeah, it's on Monday night, so they're going to have Monday night, too. I don't I don't know what they should do there. Should it be on Saturday? I think it'd probably do better if it was on it Saturday. It does give the but... team a couple of more days to prepare for the next game, but it's just something about the sport being played on Saturday that just feels right. I agree. 405 I agree says Monday is the new Saturday. Uh, yeah. 918 says, I think the viewership would go up substantially if it was on a Saturday night. JD I agree. And, JD and Tulsa move it to Saturday. Vinny Paul says, yes, Saturday. Uh, 580 Saturday for sure. Greg says, I prefer Monday night, but I'll watch whenever it is. Uh, Brent from Jinx, yes, it's terrible being on Monday. Needs to be on Saturday. So I'm seeing about 90 to 95% of texts are saying, let's, come on, Monday sucks. Let's move it to Saturday. It, it is stupid now that I think about it. If it was on if it was on Saturday, the chances are probably about 85% that I would have had people over to watch the game at my house on Saturday night. On Monday, the chances are zero. And they're always going to be zero. Yeah, that's dumb. You don't always love to be around people, so I'm trying to figure out if the 85 is a good thing or a bad thing in your eyes. Well, no, it's a good thing. I I would I would enjoy to sit around and watch the, the game like a big NFL playoff game that I'm not personally yeah. invested in, but I would still want to get people together and, to watch. And the Super Bowl is still on a Sunday. Like, sure, they play on Thursday nights, and they'll play well, on Monday nights, com- and they'll play on Saturday nights too, but the, the biggest game of the NFL season is still on a Sunday. Well, Sunday, everyone complains about that still, but Sunday's – Far better than Monday. I agree. Yep. I mean, at least on Sunday, everyone still gets together for Super Bowl well, parties. They may leave at it, halftime. It's on. Whatever, it, but. It's on at six thirty Central on a Monday. 
Mm-hmm. So, you know, how long does it take for most people to get? 4.30 West Coast. Yeah, 4.30 West Coast. Sorry, Washington fans. Yikes. But if you wanted to have a get-together tonight, like, that's a quick turnaround from a day of work on. Like, it just doesn't. Yeah, it, 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 could, be so, it could be a lot bigger deal if it was on Saturday. Yeah. Travel for people going there. Maybe it'd be a little bit easier getting back. I don't know. I just, college football to they, me deserves to be played on Saturday. So that's, that's where I stand. Yeah. Why do you think they settled on Monday night? I, mean, I know Sunday night is the Super Bowl's on Sunday night because Sunday night is the best television ratings night. Everyone is at home in front of their television getting ready for school week or whatever. That's why Sunday night has the best ratings. That's prime real estate for television. And Monday night is probably number two is probably why they picked Monday night. But, I mean, for college football, it should probably be on a weekend. It should be on Saturday. 918 says, who is this? Dr. Stickman says, you can drink a lot more on Saturday night or at least feel better about drinking a lot more on a Saturday night. Well, Best point yet. For 99.9% of the people watching the game, it's like that's what it is, is it's going to be an event that you use as an excuse to go have some beverages, right? Or have people over, go somewhere, go watch it at a bar, or whatever. On a Monday night, you're not going to get that group, man. It's, I don't know. Next year is just going to be so crazy in a lot of different ways that – Maybe we don't notice it next year. I, I tend to think that we will. But when you guys won the national championship in 2000, it was on January 3rd. Now, this one actually falls pretty early, uh, January 8th. I remember a January 11th, January 12th national championships. Next year, the national championship game will be 12 days after today. Monday, January 20th will be oh the national championship gosh. game next year. Yeah. So the time right now. So the ninth and 10th next year, those will be when the four-team playoff is essentially starting, the semifinals. That's how much longer the season will be next year. Oh, my God. I, I love college football, but I also despise it. It is so stupid. There is no reason it should take that long for a 12-team playoff. How long no is reason. that layoff? That's going to be a... 10-day layoff for one team and 11-day for another team. Wow. It should just – it should you should have conference championship weekend, and then you should have – the next weekend should be the first round. Next weekend, it should just – you just play it out. The, the playoffs next year will last an entire month. The first round, the first game will be on December 20th, and the championship game will be on January 20th. So it's going to feel like – how long the NFL playoffs feel? That's that's what next year in the in college football is going to feel like for the for the playoffs. And there's no and the thing is is there's no sense in doing it at all. And I know what they probably skip that first week of December because of finals or something like that. Yeah. Which okay, there's one week. There's one. Start it back up after that. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Final hour rolls on. Stay tuned. And the Ref Army is growing. Keep telling your friends and family that there's only one station for true Sooner fans, and that's the Ref Radio Sports Network and Worldwide. Hey, national championship game tonight at 630. 
It's Michigan and Washington. Michigan a five-and-a-half-point favorite in this one. We got a lot of texts that last segment, including our favorite two texts that went to us that weren't supposed to go to us. Blacktop Billy had to say it wasn't meant for you. And someone, Jace in SH, said, what is this crap on ESPN? This is the Walker Hayes I hear about? It's like a bad home video. I'm afraid to turn up the volume. Pretty sure the backup dancers were leaned up against the Porta John prior to being called on stage. Then he said, sorry, I was supposed to go to my nephew. Uma. <laughs> That's amazing. I love it oh, when that so happens. Uh, it's, it's, it's great. I would still say 90% of people on the text line would rather have the, uh, the championship game on a Saturday as opposed to a Monday. So oh, some yeah. are saying weekday nights have higher ratings. That's why. You know, I think that that is – I think that that may be the case for some things, but I don't know that that's the case for a college football national championship game. I mean, it – I don't know. I'm. I'm. I still think that it'd be better on the weekend. It's not an event for the regular college football, like the Super Bowl, just for the football fan. That's that's for everyone. That's an event, and everyone knows the college football national championship. Now is just a game that you watch at home on TV. Yeah, I don't know. I well, here's the thing: the people that are scheduling it on Monday. They've probably done a million studies on it to get the most viewers, and that's probably the best day to get the most viewers, and that's why it's there. Yeah. But I think their study is, oh, let's not play at the same time as the NFL. Let's move it to another day. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's it. probably the study that they did right there. It, <laughs> feels, right. it feels like the coaching carousel in the sports, um, it's been at its craziest already, unless Harbaugh's got a Raiders cap on later on this week. I mean, win or lose, there's reports out there that he's going to be in the NFL next year. And if they don't promote Sharon Moore to head coach, if that happens, buddy, that coaching carousel in college football is going to get kicked up once again. Wow. What, what do you think? Is that you, you think that's what they would do? I think since he beat Ohio State this year, I would say it's a likely scenario that he gets, he gets promoted to head coach. But that is purely a guess, man. Yeah. And I do find it interesting that the LSU side seems to know they're pretty sure that if Brian Kelly was offered the job, he would take it. So it sounds like there's some coaches out there, some agents that think that this is going to happen and floating it out there a little bit like, hey, if you offer this guy the job, he'd take it. There seems to be a lot of people that feel like it's like it's a certainty. There's a report today about it. That it's done, yeah. So, man, especially if they win the championship, their hands are almost tied on what they can do. They almost have to hire Shromore, don't they? Uh, Why do you say that? Because of the... The, the portal, like recruiting, like the time of the calendar year, like why, why do you why do you think that? Well, because he beat Ohio State. He and I do think an, that's a big part of it that he beat Ohio State this year. You won a national championship with him at the helm as offensive coordinator. I I don't. I mean, it would look pretty bad if you just straight up went over his head and went and hired someone else like like Brian Kelly. 
I wouldn't love the Brian Kelly hire. Um, and the, someone in the three one zero does point out accurately, Sharon Moore would be less expensive than Brian Kelly. I have no yeah. idea what his buyout is at, at, LS, at LSU, but is Brian Kelly so good that you would pay a potential high buyout to get him out of LSU and pay him a ridiculous salary to get him to Ann Arbor? I don't like him that much as a head coach. No, I don't. I don't either. And I, there's there's probably you know a bunch of other people that you could. Well, maybe not a bunch, but there's others that you could start throwing names out other than Brian Kelly that may be a better fit. But I just I don't know. They're going to be in a tough spot if they win and Harbaugh's gone. Like if because if they lose, okay, well you can say. Well, you know, we made the championship game, but it's barely better than we did last year. It's time to change some stuff up, perhaps. But if they win the game, man, it's you almost just have to roll with it. Nine one eight more was suspended in the season too. Was he just suspended one game? Is that all he was suspended? Yeah, I think so. I think so. I don't know, but if they open that up to a search, then it's gonna get it's gonna get pretty crazy for the next couple of weeks after tonight. Who would, who would you say is the favorite? Um, someone with the exact blueprint of what they're doing right now, which is what they should do, because they've got Ohio State. They don't have Ohio State on the ropes. Ohio State, it's the ten counts already happened. Is what it feels like. So whoever whoever that guy is. Tough, well, physical, downhill, running the football, great defense. Well, that's why I say you, you almost have to roll with what you've got yeah. if you think that the style is, sure. is what's what's getting it done. But I don't know. I, hey, I, I have no idea what, what they may or may not do. They may just try and break the bank and make him an offer that is just absolutely insane. To keep him there. Or if they win a championship tonight, maybe they're at the point where it's, you know what, we've done this three years in a row. Just just go. Just 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 go already. You got an opportunity. See ya. Why do you think he wants to leave so damn bad? <laughs> I don't Like what is it like is I he I don't know. He seems like he's is, in a hell of a spot, man. Again, he's got Ohio like Ohio State's done. Penn State can't beat him here recently. He's the he's the king of the north now. Why why would you want to leave? He hates that his brothers won a Super Bowl and he hasn't. I mean, with him, sure, probably. Well, there's no other reason he would want. Uh, I don't don't know. This is where where things get annoying to me. And I think think coaches are psychopaths about money. And it's not even about money. Because Jim Harbaugh doesn't spend money on anything. No college coach does. You can't do anything. All you can do is coach and recruit. It's not like maybe you take a big vacation every year, maybe twice a year. But outside of that, it's not like you, you don't have any hobbies. Well, yeah, you could be and, – and you could go do your own fun things on the company credit card. Ask Mike Price when he was at Alabama. Hey, when he went to the Gentleman's Club on Alabama's dime, huh? That's right. Yeah, I, but that's the thing that is, is weird to me. It's like, – that would – that's the only reason he wants to go to the NFL is because his brother's got a Super Bowl championship and he doesn't. Yeah. 5-1-2, and, and didn't he – yeah, his, his older brother beat him too yep. to get that. Yep. Uh, for the state of Texas, we need Michigan to be good no matter what Texas goes there next year. 
Well, I, whoever is coaching Michigan next year, after all the NFL departures that Texas had the past week, I, I'll take Michigan. A.D. Mitchell declared today. Uh, Jonathan Brooks is declared. Xavier Worthy. Tavondre Sweats. Murphy. Jordan Whittington. Ford. Barron. Christian Jones. J.T. Sanders. Ryan Watts. It's 11 players, man. 11 players. Yeah. Wow. Texas got hit hard by NFL uh, departures. Yeah, and... I don't think their quarterback's all that good. I don't either. And how good uh, is he, he going to be without all those names that I just listed on the offensive side? He's he's good as a supporting cast uh, quarterback. He's not a superstar quarterback that that drives the ship and everyone else is on board. Right? He's he's a supporting cast guy. He's a distributor of the football. Dare I say, game manager Tyler? It's really not what he is, but. Like he's not, he's not the thing that makes it go. I don't know how uh, hot of a take this is. Some, this is not the the take part, the hot take part. Some absolutely think Texas has an easier SEC schedule than OU does. I, I, I guess we'll see about that. But I think OU is in a much better spot roster wise going into next year than Texas is. Yeah, I don't know. Texas I, just lose so much production, man. So if much. You, if you look at Texas's schedule right now. Is is it the conference schedule easier than Oklahoma's? Yeah, probably, as you look at it right now. But they do have Michigan in the non-conference, and things always change. It's it's never exactly as it looks in the offseason. Your schedule, by the time you get to the games and even get halfway through the season, games that were tough no longer – look as tough and games that you thought was just a easy just pencil in the w all of a sudden that team is uh they've got something going and you're you're facing a hot team on the road whenever you thought they weren't going to be any good you just it's it's so hard to judge what a schedule is right now sark's got job security there as he should he's about to get a new contract as he should I don't know how much more he's going to get paid or what the buyout's going to look like, but what, I just uh, let me ask you this: tax, ugh, I don't know what is what is too much for them to pay him. Because let's be honest, I he, just envision Texas as one of those that ah, we finally made the playoff. Let's really show how much money we have. Let's pay this guy nine and a half, ten million dollars a year. I don't think that yeah. that'll happen, but it's what? hard for me to not like think that that could be a possibility, oh, dude. They, they, it is a guarantee they will pay him just enough to where it's going to put them in a tough spot. To where they're not going to, they're going to be tied to him for longer than they want to be. That's just how it's going to work out. Well, that's best case scenario. They're going to pay him, he's going to make 10 million a year. I mean, the the cost of doing business and paying your head coach in college football, especially if you're going to pay him right after he won a or made a college football playoff, you're going to have to overpay. I mean, it, they're going to pay him ten plus. Yeah. That'd be my guess. Well, he'll be what top five for longer than it needs to be. Top five uh, paid head coach in college football. 
Yeah, again, yes. I, that wouldn't shock me at all. But I just – I'm not super optimistic about Texas next year. Um, right. Just with what they lost and, like you said, their quarterback. Yeah. I he, He's not a guy that can carry a team first year in the SEC to nine or ten wins. I don't, I don't believe he's that type of player. And he's I, – I don't know how much he's risking coming back, Quinn Ewers. I think this is too loaded of a, a quarterback draft class to go this year. But – there's a lot of people that could come around to our way of thinking by this time next year if it goes the way that I'm starting to think it might go at Texas next season. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Um, and they've I, recruited well. Like they've all, like they'll they'll be able to plug in some players offensively, and you know they'll, they'll have guys out there that can catch the football. I just don't think they'll have Ad Mitchell and Xavier Worthy running around out there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean they're. Their schedule, you may be able to look at it and say it's easier than, than Oklahoma's right now. but And a good are, point by Reno Goat. It says, well, this year we were glad not to have Baylor and Tech on OU schedule. Look how that turned out. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, they are at Michigan. They play Oklahoma. They've got Georgia at home, Florida at home, Kentucky at home, at Vandy, at Arkansas, at A&M. Like, their road games suck. Oh, yeah. Um, yes. I mean, I guess at A&M, doesn't really matter how good A&M is going to be. It's going to be a rivalry game with a ton of uh, trash talk beforehand. That's going to be a hard game. I mean, that's that'll be a rivalry game. So, all right, quick timeout. More from the Rush coming up. A couple of segments left. Stay tuned. This is your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. There are trucks. Then there's the truck, GMC Sierra, with available features like the V8 engine, the ultimate luxury interior, and of course, the available world's first six-function multi-pro tail. Your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs. Visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. It is the rush on the ref. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman, Knipple Meyer, Chevrolet, text line 405-651-3439. I don't know why this threw me. Uh, I've just seen so many different things like uh, this is today in college football. This is what it looks like. But this one threw me during the break, i got to admit. So Will Rogers was playing uh, quarterback at Mississippi State on the night of Thanksgiving during the Egg Bowl, right? We're in a Mississippi State uniform, starting quarterback, all that. Okay. Tonight, as we speak, he is in Houston wearing a uh, Washington number 15 jersey throwing on the sideline. All in the same season. Finished the year with Mississippi State as the starting quarterback. Now in the final game of the season, he's wearing a Michigan uniform throwing on the sideline. Or excuse me, Washington. That just, that just, th- 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 just throws me off what? so much. Yeah. How's that happening? Well, he's transferring there, so... I guess he gets to be with the he team. He can't play, but he's going to suit right. Up like and... he he's not in full uniform, but he's got a jersey on and sleeves on, and yeah. at least getting some throws in. Just wild. That's funny. Yeah, that's weird. Like I guess if if it was Oregon that was playing tonight, if Dylan Gabriel wanted to, he could be doing the same thing. Yeah. Yep. I know. It that's that's weird. I also think it's weird though that. High school kids can go down and practice with the teams at their bowl games. I mean, 
I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. It's just, it's weird. It is. I mean, it's really cool. I mean, it's got to be awesome as a high school kid, but, I mean, it's it's really, it's not even worthless. It's It's probably bad for them and bad for your team in the middle of bowl prep to have freshmen there. I guess, you know, they're probably not doing much. They're probably just going through individual drill and stuff and going to meetings and, and everything. It's just, it's a weird time for them to kind of step in and start to get any type of experience with what's happening. I guess the roof is leaking at NRG Stadium right now. There's video the roof of it is leaking. In the Michigan end zone. Is that, are they going to delay the game because of lightning like they did in <laughs> Vegas? I'll never forget. Uh, it's a dome Gruden. stadium. It was a dome stadium. There's a roof on top. I'll never forget Gruden. Or that wasn't, it was in L.A., I think. Oh, it was at SoFi. Okay. Maybe Vegas was playing the Chargers or something that night. Gruden was definitely there because I remember official walking over and talking to him. And you know how he does his one eyebrow thing? He does that one eyebrow thing and he's looking up at the top of the. You kidding uh, me, man? You kidding me? (laughs) We're inside. (laughs) That was awesome. Way to build the stadium with a roof over the top where there could still be a weather delay. Amazing. Yep, that's awesome. Uh, Big congrats. Very, very happy for Dewey Sillman, yes, and to Teddy Lehman, who did not make the (laughs) College Football Hall of Fame this year, but Dewey Sillman did. Played at OU from 72 to 75, two-time national champion as a nose guard. No big deal. No big deal. Uh, He's he's going to the College Football Hall of Fame. Leroy is already there. Uh, This class has Justin Blackman, Tim Mm. Couch, Warwick Dunn, Larry Fitzgerald, Toby Gerhardt, Dan Hampton, who played at Arkansas in the uh, mid-late 70s. Yeah, Randy Moss, Julius Peppers, Alex Smith, Danny Woodhead, amongst some others. Wow. Frank Solich, maybe the most notable coach in. Uh, Tim Couch did – I'm trying to remember. Did Dylan Gabriel pass Tim Couch this year? On, like, the touchdown list or something like that well, while we were at he's BYU? Top, he's top ten all-time in passing yards. Um, m- maybe. I He's been playing for so long. I, I Sure. He, he, passed a, he passed a BYU quarterback on the list during the BYU game. Well, Tim Couch played at Kentucky. Oh, uh, who am I thinking? Who am I confusing him with? I have uh, no idea. I don't know who I'm confusing him Steve with. Steve Young, Jim McMahon. No, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, Ty Detmer? That's who it is. That's who I'm confusing him with. Anyways. um, Anyways, congratulations to Dewey Selman. How about that? Yeah. Going into the hall. 310 says, SoFi Stadium roof was leaking during the Georgia TCU game last year. You know what? Now that you say that, I remember that. It was like leaking in the um, in like the concourse and like the stands area. I think. Nice. Well, at least it's not like the uh, the Washington Commanders Stadium where it leaks the sewage Ooh. from the seriously bathroom onto God. the stand. Yeah, you don't remember that? It was uh. last year or maybe two years ago? Whenever that was happening. Ah. Uh. And that's not even the worst part of watching a game there on Sundays. <laughs> the football right. team that's there. 
Yikes. That's right. Boomer Jim from Wisconsin, sorry if this is too late, but I totally prefer to have the football and basketball championship games on a Friday or Saturday night. It's stupid having it on a Monday night or weeknight, but what do they care? We're only fans. Boomer. Yep. I agree, Jim. Yeah, they don't care what the fans want. Come on. If they cared what the fans want, they would have had a, a playoff a long time ago. National championship game would have probably been played at the, from the very beginning. It's still, it's still like, it, it's to me it's funny that college football, I guess now they're going to, well, I don't know, they still haven't agreed on it, but it's the only sport in the world that doesn't have a playoff to decide the champion. You know, like a legit yeah. playoff. In college football, you can win every single game and still not have a chance to play for a championship. It's the only sport <laughs> right. in the world. Yeah. Like, think of how, cr- how crazy that sounds. It's, yeah. It's, it's absolutely ridiculous. And I don't know. I don't know why they do it. It's about networks and it's about money. You know that. It's always about money. By the way, happy Jay White Day. 1-8 on the mm-hmm. calendar. Happy Jason White Day. Oh, so how about I ho- that? I hope you're wearing your Jinko jeans today out there at the I, casino. I absolutely am. That's funny. That's good. I like that. Jason White Day. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. We'll wrap things up next here from Newcastle Casino. Stay tuned. This is the Ref Sports Radio Network. There are trucks. The Riverwind Casino and Hotel bringing you the final hour of the day here on The Ref. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman, National Championship, Michigan and Washington coming your way at 630. Uh, We'll see if Lance Hurd makes a decision. Transfer portal offensive lineman from LSU. Sounds like it's OU Ole Miss, Tennessee. We'll also keep an eye on Terrence Ferguson, the transfer offensive lineman from Bama. And then I'm going to guess we hear pretty soon that Casey Thompson and Jake Roberts will be the newest members of the program. Yeah. That's kind of where I'm at. Um, how long do you think uh, it's going to take for some of these things to play out? Oh, I think by end of the week for uh, for Hurd and, yeah. and probably Ferguson. Yeah. You think they want both, or is this like a – Oh, I think they would probably – I mean, they're already over the scholarship number. Like, they're going to have to maybe do some processing after spring ball. But I think maybe they would take both if they can. If they can only pick one, they're going with Lance Hurd, I I would imagine. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the case. I mean, I don't know much about him, but looks like a big physical type of offensive lineman that that you would like to have. Um, 6'6", 340, yeah. Yeah, and – Five-star, I'm sure he moves well. I guess I, I say that. I don't know if he moves well or not, but there has to be something there, I, uh, I'm thinking, if they're interested. Considering the people that they're up against, they know what, what's in it on this deal. Right? The, the, they wouldn't be you – know. The best way that we could describe it on Locked In is someone asked us, is this, a, is this a straight trade, essentially, for Caden Green if you get him? Yes and no. Like – he didn't play as much as Caden Green did last year. Caden Green's probably going to be a better offensive lineman than he would be next season. But the trade, uh, you could make that comparison in terms of what's the ceiling of both players. 
That's probably like this guy is probably the closest thing you could find, like ceiling wise, talent wise, to to Caden Green in the transfer portal this cycle. Yeah, that's what you're talking about with this guy. Yeah, I, it makes you feel better. Um, now I don't know anything about this guy, and since I don't know anything about him, give me Caden Green because. Uh, oh yes, I I would still. I, I saw yes. his development and everything, but this this makes you feel. This would make you feel better. If and it happens. You know you've got the size, and you know you got uh, a lot of talent there to work with. and Yeah, so this would be big. If they could pull this off, make a lot of people feel a lot better about what they got going on in the line of scrimmage, that's for sure. I'm going with the final score of the Bourbon Bowl tonight. It won't oh. be the Mud Dogs winning. It will be the Washington Huskies winning 30-27. 30-27. Guess. Ain't no guess. It's how it's going to be. Vicky Ballancourt about stabbed the ABC career that day. Yeah. Um, I am going. 30 points is a lot on that Michigan defense. I know. (laughs) That's what I'm 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 sitting here. I was like, woo, that was aggressive. I don't even know what the over-under is. Here's the thing, though. Like, this is what I think is interesting. 56 and a half. Oh, how perfect. If if Washington's able to punch a couple in early, maybe hit on some explosive plays, I Michigan may start to panic a little bit. I mean, they, they're not a come-from-behind football team. And now I, I know Washington's defense isn't on the level of, of Michigan's, but, you know, if Michigan starts to have to throw the ball, I that could that could bode pretty well. Um, that's a you picked a really good score. Oh, I know. I, Thank you. I'm gonna go. I'll go 35-31. 35-31. All right. Well, who's winning the game? Washington. Okay. Good. I just whatever those two scores, just give me something like that. Last year's national championship game sucked. Sucked. You know, it's yep. like, oh, this is the last game I get until August. Please just leave us with a great game. And it was completely over by the end of the first quarter. I don't think the blowout potential here is very high, but I don't know if I yeah. thought that last year either. Yeah. I mean, there was a, there was a lot that we were kind of hanging on to for last year, hoping that we got a good game out of it. But uh, this one's legit. You've got – you know, the best quarterback in the playoff by far in Penix um, going up against the best defense. You know, Washington's defense is not bad, and Michigan is not necessarily that they're limited offensively. They're just – they have a conservative style of play, and if Washington can put some points up and get them out of that that slow-it-down style and force them into an up-tempo game, could be fun. See what happens. Maybe Michigan will just hire the coach on the other sideline when Harbaugh goes to the NFL. Yeah, maybe so. Maybe so. You think he annou- if they win it, he's going to announce on the podium? Yes. Forget that <laughs> trophy, and he puts a Raiders hat on. Yes. Oh, that's great. All right, that's it for us. You guys kill it on the text line as always. You drive the show. We're just along for the ride. Let's go have an ice-cold Pacifico. You're listening to the home.